everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Bring Out the List. My name's Ryan. I'm your host today, and I'm joined by one of my great friends, Justin Laurentangeli. How you doing today, man? I'm great. How about you, man? You know, it's been a day, but we'll get into that in a second, actually. Um, we're also joined today by my normal co-host, Tyler Galaszewski. How you going? How you doing, bud? I don't know where I am right now. I don't, I don't right. know where I am. Well, hopefully at home. Um, if not, you're in a room eerily similar to a room that's normally in your home. Potentially. I don't, I'm not sure. The floor is lava right now. I'm getting a little creeped out. Wow, the floor is lava. Well, I'll tell you, like I, I mentioned to Justin, today has been a day. The floor has not been lava for me, but it's been kind of rough. Before we get into this list today, I got to tell a story. You know how like sometimes the most minor inconvenience just totally defeats you, just completely defeats you. I live to minor inconveniences. Say that again? <laughs> I live to, to create minor inconveniences. Well, you didn't even have to create this one because – so anyway, today, I don't know, maybe it's just me. This week has been so shitty. Like, it's just been like the shittiest week ever. I'm so happy to say goodbye to this week, uh, to, like in the next couple of days. But today specifically, after already being in a shit mood – I finished work today. I was in a meeting that was two hours long that probably could have lasted 25 minutes. Um, finally get out of it. And I'm like, you know what? It's been a shitty week. Work ended a little bit early. I'm going to go to Chipotle. I love Chipotle, but it's kind of far. It's like 20 minutes. I drove all the way there on 1.30. It took me 25 minutes to get there. You put your um, order in mobily on the app. And then you go pick it up. I purposely made it later than I knew I was going to show up because if you put it on a time that I actually get there, it's always cold. It's like, I'm going to get a warm burrito today with my chips and my guac. It's going to be a great day. Chipotle for the win. I drive all the way to the motherfucking Chipotle. I get there. I go in and they make you go in the front door and then they whisk you out the back door. You have to like do this whole rotation. Like I said, it was like a 20-minute, 20 20-plus-minute 20 drive, and it was absolutely 30 minutes going back because it was 5 o'clock rush hour by then. I finally get home, take the burrito out. It's shittily wrapped. I don't care. I'm ready to go. I'm about to fuck this thing up. Get my chips out, my guac. It's like this big, and for what you guys can't see, it's like that little-ass cup of guac, and I asked for the large one with the large chips, and it was a small bag of chips. I was like, you know what? It's fine as long as the burrito is good. It doesn't matter. It's just chips and guac. It's whatever. I probably eat too much anyway. Pull this bitch out. Do the nice little unwrap where you keep the, the bottom of the foil on so you can eat it. Take a bite. It's not my burrito. I drove a combined almost hour after a very long and mentally stressful work week to have the wrong burrito. I did not eat it because it was full of cheese and white rice, which I don't like and no lettuce, and nothing else in it, because this person was clear, clearly a Satan spawn. That was and, my burrito, um, you asshole. Yeah, I bet it was. So, I just, and, and like, you know when shit like that happens, and see, most people would say, well, Ryan, why didn't you drive back? Great question. Like I just mentioned, it's literally a fucking half an hour away. So I was like, I'm not going to go back. Oh, also, I hadn't eaten all day. Like from the time I woke up at 8.30, to five whatever when I opened this burrito and it was the wrong one. It was very disappointing and I was just very defeated. So because I eat my feelings, I then threw the entire burrito out because it was just, it didn't taste good and it was also cold. So my theory did not work. Um, I threw the whole thing out. I ate the five chips that they gave me 
Um, and I was like, I'm still fucking starving. So I went to Wendy's and you know what Wendy's did? Wendy's did not hurt me because Wendy's never lets me down. Damn it. Except I got my that one time where you got the wrong except burger. Except that one time. <laughs> except that one time where I had to give my, give my burger back because they kept giving me a chicken sandwich every single time. But chicken other than that sandwich. one time, they never let me down. I got a double baconator, four piece nugs, and my large soda, and they didn't let me down. I was just so mentally frustrated. Like, you know, like I said, like in the green, the grand scheme of things, it was not, it was not bad. It was just a small minor inconvenience, but just everything added up. And I was quite frustrated, but I'm here now. And hopefully this will be a form of therapy. You know and, what helps? Um, that's my day. You know if what I helps? About it more, if yeah, I keep bitching about it more. Yeah. That's what I did. You did like off an app, right? You ordered the food off an app. You have to now because of, you know, pandemic and such. I yes. did that for Wawa for the convenience. And then I found out that I ordered at the wrong spot. Ooh, yeah, I, that's happened. So I've gone to Chipotle. I've, I've done this before. And the person in front of me did that. They ordered it from the wrong one. And that sucks because they yeah. hold up the whole line. I was so looking forward to that chicken cheesesteak. That's what I'm saying. It sucks, bro. Now, in in your case, a little bit of user error on that one, but still just as disappointing. It was my fault. It was rough. Yeah, like it it was just rough, though. I was like I said, I was just mentally tapped out in general, and then that just happened. But that's basically how this week is going. Um, Remind me whenever we record again to tell another really fun story from this week about a guy at Acme. But I won't. That takes way too long to tell that story. But it was pretty entertaining. But now we're going to get into the list for sure. I know I've wasted some time here, but I just had to get that off my chest. I feel like a good little anecdote every once in a while. Hey, if you guys have anything to get off your chest, by all means. Oh, I got one. Fantasy football started up in my one league. Guess what happened? I drafted a, a guy. Draft. Yeah, I actually did. Thank you for – how would you know? <laughs> I just guessed. <laughs> but I dra- – so I drafted this one player that I was high on, right? And then next thing I know, he's now he's in a committee out of nowhere. I drafted this guy named Ronald Jones, basically because I like the name Ronald, like Ronald McDonald, and I was thinking about McDonald's. Now, they cut a key player with the Jaguars named Fournette, and he signed with the Bucks. And then I realized, well, there goes my running back. Oh, no. And I'm very upset about it. I cried for at least two hours. Well, wait, just pick up Fournette. I can't. Alan has him. My brother has him. He drafted him with... Interesting. Well, he drafted him as a Jaguar, and then he got him as a Buck. Well, well, right, but the thing was is that I don't think he was going to play, so it was a bold pick for your brother to take him as a Jaguar. But know. hey, well, that sucks, man. I, I feel Ronald Jones. on that one. It's true. Like Ronald Jones is probably ranked amongst like the, probably the top 10 or 15 running backs if, just because he was a starter. So unfortunate unfortunate my friend well hopefully our our hopefully our fantasy draft will go a little bit better for you on sunday but uh, probably not probably not yeah you're right all right well it looks like justin's ready to go he's got, he's got a face of determination i think i've just got a face of sorrow after they the yankees just lost that game <laughs> yeah i'm kind of used to it at this point they kind of stinky right now but it's fine but anyway before we get into our list, I just want to kind of tell everybody a little bit about our show. So here at Bring Out the List, 
Every Monday and Friday, we bring different lists to you in the worlds of music, movies, TV, sports, and whatever random stupid topics, and today falls under that, that we can bring to you. Um, we will do a top 10 or a top five normally. Today is a top five, or we'll rank things if they have less than 10 or five things. But today we're doing a top five ranking in a series I like to call our SpongeBob series. Uh, the three of us are huge SpongeBob fans, as many people are in our age range. Um, and we love this show dearly, constantly quote it. And speaking of quotes, that's what we're doing. We're going to be doing a series of different characters' quotes. Nice, Tyler. He just set his background to the Krusty Krab on his Zoom. We love that. Um, we're going to be doing top five quotes for different characters. Now, I'm not going to reveal all those characters today, although some of them will be obvious. The episode for today, though, is our top five Mr. Krabs quotes. So I thought this was a great place to start because, one, I think that Mr. Krabs is a great quotable character within the show, but also we're not giving away, like, the big guys yet. So um, we're going to go right into it today. We're all going to bring our top fives to the table and see what we ranked. I know personally for me, there was a huge list of quotes, whereas for other characters, there weren't as many. But for this one, I, I do think that we're all going to – we're probably going to have a couple that are the same, but I think that there might even be some ones that the other two don't have. Um, but without further ado, I think today we're going to start with Tyler. So, Tyler, if you want to give us – if you have them, do you have any honorable mentions before we get into our top fives? I didn't think about the honorable mentions. so All uh, good. No, no problem. Justin, do you have any honorable mentions? I've got a handful. Good. I also have like one or two. I have like four. So we're well, just give us like give us like one or two. Hmm. Well, I guess the one that just missed the list would be I ran the bathrooms on the gourmet. I was the head yeah. chef on the SS diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> and then another one which is just truly stupid is um when he's counting the uh the change in the cash register he goes one two blue applesauce that's right i always that's just right. thought that was pretty ridiculous oh, I, didn't, I always enjoyed see, that <laughs> the first two i considered but that last one i didn't that was a good one that was a good one and so yeah that, that oh, one, you know what, i did all of this by memory i did not do any looking up so i may have missed something i may not have missed anything but this was all straight from the dome that's fair i have a couple um some of them i like they're definitely not list worthy but i just think are fun like when he the one where he's like what is today but yesterday's tomorrow and he just totally mind blows everybody even though it's a very easy answer um also, I think that more so I like this next quote just because of the response after it. But when he gets poked in the ass with the uh, with the hook and he goes, ah, mother of pearl, fire on the poop deck. And then um, SpongeBob and Patrick repeat it back to him. That is what I immediately think of when I hear that quote every single time. And then one that just missed the list was, and it's just, I don't know why, I just find it funny. It's just like, let's see. A five-letter word for happiness. Money. And he just writes it into the crossword. <laughs> um, but those are my honorable mentions. Um, trying to think, what, what else do I have? Oh, and then this one didn't make my list, but I feel like it probably will make both of yours. So actually, I'm not even going to say it. I'll, I'll mention it if you guys say it later on. But I do have one more 
that I that made honorable mention. I'll add just one more then too. Um, yeah, from the first ever episode, I want my mommy, Mister Squidward. <laughs> yeah, I considered <laughs> that one. I considered it. Um, but that's those are honorable mentions. Um, Justin, sometimes in the background, certain computers, like older computers, it doesn't work with. Yeah, I'm I'm figuring that out on the fly here. <laughs> uh, Zoom's fun. Um, but without further ado, then That's since terrifying. me and Justin, uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> but since me and Justin here unloaded our um, all of our honorable mentions, Tyler, I'm going to swing back to you, and we're going to start with your number five. So, what is number five of, of your top five Mr. Krabs quotes? Number five for me, it's it's from one episode where he lets his daughter Pearl take over the Krusty Krab, and he faints. Right, SpongeBob breaks the twenty. Out of nowhere, he wakes up from his coma. It's just like, is that twenty? And I just, oh, <laughs> I just love that line because honestly, <laughs> go figure that money is the one thing to wake him up from anything. But that 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 one always made me laugh. That I didn't even think of that one too. See, now I'm really excited for this because I really did not even think of that one. But that is a good one. Just out of nowhere, just he pops out like, "Is that a 20? And <laughs> it's, it's really right great. Out of the coma. Yeah, and I I think even that that whole episode is really great. Like even in the beginning when like when he gets crushed by the isn't that the same episode? Like when he ends up in the hospital. Uh, different one, episode? but that's all. He also faints because he lost all his money. Yes, it's always about money. And I think in general though. I don't know. I'm somebody who like penny pinches a lot. I won't even lie. So I think in some ways, like I almost relate to Mr. Krabs, but also find it funny how ridiculous he is in terms of his uh, cheapness. Justin, what you're doing over there is frightening. Uh, <laughs> I'm really trying to make this work and I, it, I, it's not happening. Wait, are those it's not gonna eyeballs work. right there? It's oh, just scary. It, yeah, it, it's just not going to work. Um, He's still f- fiddling around with the Zoom backgrounds. Um, well, now you look like Squidward, so that's cool. But, but so anyway, Tyler comes in with the classic, is that a 20? As his number five. Now, Justin, uh, I don't know if you, you want me to do my five first before we go to you, if you want to get your situation figured out. But yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't think it's going to get figured out, to be honest. Well, I figured you were just going to take it off and then. No, I'm, I'm probably it. just going to leave it like this and be a Squidward for a little bit. Uh, okay, so I'll go with my number five. Um, my number five on my top five, Mr. Krabs quotes is, and it's a longer one. Attention, all employees! Just giving you a heads up, I will be conducting a surprise uniform inspection in one hour. Whoever doesn't pass gets the boot. This boot, to be exact, it's very stinky, and you have to wear it all day. <laughs> and I just love that because it's the epitome of my favorite type of humor, which is literal humor um I like so i it. i just love that i just I like love that, that whole one. episode that whole episode's yeah. full of good ones it really why, is why did you eat my boots mr krabs because <laughs> it's not the boots it's the bootay or i mean the person in the boots you're a great <laughs> fry cook here's the paycheck i owe you and a bonus well maybe just the paycheck all right, maybe just the paycheck. <laughs> but see, and those are more good quotes that I even think about. But yeah, I, this is this is a really great episode overall. I just and this is the very beginning, and this is a quote that just like right from the get go, you know, this episode's going to be great. Um, 
Clancy Brown, by the way, is the person who voices Mr. Krabs, and you've probably heard him in a hundred thousand other things. He's very good on-screen actor as well as a voice actor. Um, but I just, no matter what, I think that the Mr. Krabs voice half the time is what really, really makes these quotes even funnier than they even actually are. But I just like the "it's very stinky and you have to wear it all day" is my favorite part of that quote for sure. <laughs> um, all right, Justin. I stalled for you, but I hope you have your whole Zoom situation figured out. Um, what is your number five, sir? Um, it's from season three, also from the episode "Can I Spare a Dime?" or "Can You Spare a Dime?" Well, the way I see it, there are three possibilities: one, <laughs> you stole it; two, you stole it; or three, you stole it. Yes, this one almost <laughs> made my list. I love that. It just and then Mister uh, and then Squidward gets very offended, leaves the Krusty Krab, becomes a freeloader. Spare change. <laughs> Spare change. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, so like, I love that quote too. And I was thinking about putting it on my list, but um, didn't quite make it. Um, but this this is the same episode where he ends up living. Squidward ends up living with SpongeBob, right? Yeah, with yes. the freeloader one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and one of my favorite scenes in the show when SpongeBob jumps on the bed when Squidward is laying in it and just pokes him in the nose like 50 times. <laughs> it's great. Because when I need a job done, I find somebody with a job to do that job. Yeah, job. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great thing. Oh, God, the show is just gold in general. But I, I do love the the... There's either three options. One, you stole it. Two, you stole it. Or three, you stole it. it and then it you get the, to the end where it's like, I'm sure yeah. you didn't mean to misplace me dime. What are you saying? And then he says it again. <laughs> oh, yeah. heavens, that's, you know. <laughs> one either you one, you put the dime in me pants. Two, you put the <laughs> dime in me pants. Or three, you put the dime in me pants. And then cut scene, and that's the end of the episode. It's great. I love that. <laughs> oh man, such good stuff. I love. Uh, this is such a great show. I wish they. I wish it was still good. But now, since we've already gone through all of our fives, we're back to you, Tyler. So we're going to number four. What is your number four? My number four. It's where he says, "Taking a break. No one's taking a break from the Krusty Krab since the Chum Fathom of Fifty Nine. Now, where'd so, you say he went again? Yeah. <laughs> he took a break. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Such a classic line. SpongeBob taking a break at the Krusty Krab. Um, just the epitome of Mr. Krabs being probably the world's worst and cheapest boss ever that he doesn't even let his employees take breaks. There's so many things as an adult you realize were so wrong with the Krusty Krab in retrospect. Um as you get older but like you just kind of you know I, although I, I as a kid I did always imagine like or wonder like why doesn't he employ more than two people like how are they even ever open when Spongebob isn't there you know what I mean like there's episodes where Spongebob comes in and they're already open like who was making the crabby apparently pants? he was or apparently Squidward was but Squidward fries boots so yeah that's, that's not what you love to see well, Squidward just, yeah, I mean, a couple of times they get him in the kitchen in this show. He usually does a terrible job. Three cheers for the fry cook who took my place when I was gone. Squidward. <laughs> hip, hip. 
Hip hip boo. Hip hip boo. You stink. Another great quote. Not Mr. Krabs, but it's still very funny. Um, but that's definitely a good one for sure. Um, I'm trying to remember that whole episode. Oh, and Tyler has taken a break. No one's taking a break and bring out the list since the Chum Fam in a 59. Oh, and he's back. And he's gone. Anyway, um, I do really very much appreciate that quote for sure. Hey, there he is. Hey, there you are. We thought we lost you. No, I'm okay. We were talking about your number four. You were talking about your number four and you disappeared. My number four? What was my number four? Oh, wait, no. We were talking about Justin's number four. I apologize. I don't think we were. No, no, we're on my number four. You're doing a really shitty sarcastic. job of hosting. Again. I got all messed up because he got up. I'm sorry. So anyway, you, you really need to lose your hosting abilities, or you need to to find something. Stay because locked this, in, man. Stay locked it, in. I oh, I just realized that Justin changed Justin changed his name name to Shelton J. Plankton, so that's fun. He did <laughs> it'll it'll change continuously throughout this. So stay on your that's toes. Fine. All right. Well. So now. Wait, what did you just do then? You just did your four, I thought. Yeah, I did my four. I was joking. Oh, that wasn't actually it? That was my, no, that, that was my number four. He did. That, oh, I'm, yeah, okay. Like, we, wait, we did mine? You're about to lose it. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to take control he, here. That was his fault. He said <laughs> that he was kidding. I'm taking control. Take no. control. So that was Tyler's number four now. And now, I guess we're going to mine. Yeah, that's right, because I stalled for you, you bastard. So number four on my list is from another really great episode, one that was already technically mentioned today. But the quote is, and I put obviously ellipses in here because I'm not doing the whole thing, but when Mr. Krabs finally freaks out from all the squeaking and goes, stop it, I did it. I took the boots, they're underneath the floorboards. And then he takes them out from under the floor and he, he fries them and then eats them and then goes, the deed is done done. (laughs) (laughs) and that's the whole quote so that's my number four is from when um spongebob gets the 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 boots and that's (laughs) just an it's such a great episode can the could the world's greatest fry cook do this mr krabs or what about (laughs) this can i take your order thank you i will squeak when it is ready (laughs) uh so great yeah and just all the different shit that he does with the boots and he he thinks that they're so important and then it finally drives mr krabs insane that he does oh yeah any thoughts on this one from you guys oh it's one of my favorite episodes honestly like how can you not love this episode that's a great episode i i agree it's a classic what no you don't like it justin go i know it's great I love when he actually lifts the entire Krusty Krab to get the boots that are under the yeah. floorboards. <laughs> and the face he made, like the deranged face he has when he eats them. <laughs> or even like, I don't know, like even the scene where like he steals the boots and then he brings them to the crust. Also, like once again, you look at it in retrospect, why would he bring them back to the Krusty Krab? Yeah, good point. Like why oh. not just get rid of them, rid of them? You know and, what I mean? Yeah, he went insane like... Wait, he went insane from the, from what sleeping constantly hearing the boots too. Like, yeah, yeah, you couldn't stop hearing the yeah, sleeping. the uh, 
shut on the window, it sound, sounded exactly like oh, the boots squeaking. Oh, arg, yeah. Arg, 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 arg. And then, then he gets his legs. legs. Yeah. That was the worst night of sleep I've ever weathered. Ever weathered. Well, yeah, like he breaks both of his legs and his arms. Like it's... And then the window just <laughs> opens back up. Yeah. And he just goes, <laughs> <laughs> But that is my number four. Is that classic uh, eating of the boots from Mr. Krabs. So now we bounce back to Justin, sir. What I'm is gonna your go, I'll surprise you a little bit with a uh, a little bit newer of an episode. It's as working men, I'm sure we can all somewhat <laughs> feel this, but the quote is a man works hard all week to keep his pants off all weekend. Yes. <laughs> it was <laughs> in season six in an episode called The Slumber Party, where Pearl That's wanted right. to have her friends over and he said he didn't want to do it and he eventually caved, but he Pearl had said something to the effect of, I don't want my friends here and you're sitting in your underwear. And he just says that. <laughs> and I think, you know, that one really hits close to home. I I agree. Like, shit, I just finished another very long weekend. Yeah, all I want to do is just sit around all weekend and do nothing. I worked hard so I didn't have to do nothing all weekend. And it, for Mr. Krabs, it means not wearing pants. That's that's what he earned. So I get that's, that. That's what I'm saying, man. I wish he could do nothing. That'd be great. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be though. To be totally well, honest, like like I, like I say, I don't want to do anything. But like, I know full well if I actually had nothing to do, I would probably I would find something to do. What Tyler? I see his name. Oh, chocolate! Oh. <laughs> chocolate! You can't make stairs like that on audio. <laughs> Nobody knew what was going on. I didn't even know what the fuck I was know. going on. <laughs> I was just giving him a death stare because I was like, "No, not that, not that." Keeping you on your toes, gonna keep it rocking. Come on, you lazy Mary! Start rubbing Come me on, with that chocolate, Mary! What Stop rubbing salad. me with that chocolate. If you think about it, I was talking with this with my coworker today. That's actually kind of morbid <laughs> because he goes. You just rub it on your skin, and it makes you live forever. And the daughter goes, no, no, no. Really? <laughs> Very morbid. Very morbid for a kid show. That's what I'm saying. That's another thing with SpongeBob in general is that just like that's why it, it stays with people as they get older because you you find a new appreciation for it. Like before you just think it's funny and silly, and then sometimes the lines are like, you, you can understand them at a younger age. But then as you get older, you're like, wow, some of this is kind of dark. Some of this is really funny for a reason that I was not old enough to understand before. And you just, like I said, a whole new appreciation. And then you have the dumb episodes where it's just dumb, silly fun, like, like fucking um, the one where they steal, steal the balloon on free balloon day. Like there's nothing yeah. stupider than that. Like, <laughs> But SpongeBob lost its touch as it got older. We noticed the adult jokes in the very beginning because it was supposed to be an adult show originally right yeah, yeah and they would constantly high and low adult jokes to make it to make all the adults laugh to watch it with their kids and as we got older or as the show got older it started going further and further away from that and now it just, it right. just makes no sense it's just mind-numbing well do i mean yeah it, yeah it went with the more slapstick like stupid trend of, of tv shows but also like do you know how many, like, I know all of us have to, I don't know, at least from what I've, I've met many people like this, 
where their parents literally didn't let them watch SpongeBob. Like it was a show that parents did not want their kids to watch, which was mind blowing to me when I found out that that was a thing. Cause like, that was never an issue at my house. That would be abuse. I don't know where I'd be today if I didn't have SpongeBob. I'd call That's what I'm I called Dyfus. <laughs> but yeah, no, there are really many people, like I'll quote SpongeBob to like somebody I don't know as well. And they're like, what's that from? I'm like SpongeBob. And they'll go, oh yeah, my parents didn't let me watch that. And I'm like, what? What kind of prison did you grow up in? This house, this house is a fucking prison on the planet. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. A wonderful but anyway, movie. another wonderful movie for sure. Actually, might be an episode. Anyway. We move on. So now we're going right through this. So we're back to Tyler now. Sir, what is your number three? My number three, it's a little bit more heart, uh, you know, heartwarming. Really touching quote from Mr. Krabs. He was like, I love that dollar. I loved it like a brother. Me and that dollar went everywhere together. <laughs> and then SpongeBob said, what, what happened? Well, it was really hot one day, and I was really thirsty. Oh, I spent it on a soda. <laughs> oh, yeah. To show how attached he was to just one single dollar bill. It's a beautiful three-act story right there. I know. So touching. So touching. Yeah, that's a good one. And didn't he do something similar with the lucky like with the lucky dime didn't he put it like on a rope and then like get sodas and then pull it out like that was mr krabs like yeah yep yeah, yeah. that was the lucky dime was, no, i know no, that it was a nickel oh it was like a nickel or a quarter yeah and he would twist it on the rope and then he would put it in and then pull it out and then he would still be able to get the soda oh uh, yep. now justin is squilliam fancy son oh my god He's hot. <laughs> <laughs> now that's that's when we know that I'm not actually squillium fancy. <laughs> Squillium fancy son. <laughs> my arch rival from band class. I oh, hope all you, I hope everyone has ibuprofen. <laughs> we got a call <laughs> about a dying animal on the premises. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> oh man. And that just reminded me randomly of the when Squidward moves to the town of other Squidwards. Even though I know Squilliam's not from that episode, but I'm just saying. Man, this chat's popping right now. Doesn't got a lot to say. <laughs> good puns, uh, good puns all around. I'm just trying to keep the jokes flowing. Oh wait, okay. So I'll read this one for the for the class here. Read number two. Oh well, yeah, obviously. That was the one. I, that's the only one I find appropriate right now. Is yeah. uh, what do you get when the Queen of England farts? A noble gas. I'm just nice. here for sophisticated humor. That's great. Oh, yes. Yeah, so thanks, Justin, for that little uh, one-liner there. Um, so now, Tyler just did his number three. So I'm going to go into my number three. This is another little bit of a longer one, and it involves another character. But it's very simple, and I just feel like it's the epitome of Mr. Krabs. Um, I forget what happens in the episode, but something happens, and Mr. Krabs just goes, Patrick, you're fired. And Patrick goes, but I don't even work here. And Mr. Krabs goes, how would you like a job starting right now? Oh, boy, would I? You're fired. (laughs) (laughs) You're fired. (laughs) Fired. And that's the quote. He instantly fires Patrick after hiring him, after firing him before he could actually fire him. So I feel like that's a very Mr. Krabs thing to do. And he found a way to hire somebody and not have to pay them. Even better. Now, Justin, do you remember exactly which episode that was from? It's, it's 
Yeah. It's like it's leaving my memory. It was from Arg. It's bad Arg. when I can name the title. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not good. And with I could also team. tell you that it's season one. I I have a problem. Now wait, what happens that he gets fired? Does the Krusty Krab gets like destroyed, right, or some shit? No, no, they're playing the board game, and Patrick says, "It's <gasps> off to jail for you, Mister Krabs." That's right. Goes, That's right. Would you like a job starting now? <laughs> oh, boy, would right. I? Fired. You fired. Mm-hmm. I forgot. About it. Also, if if uh, it wasn't obvious, Justin's a pretty decent uh, impressionist when it comes to certain voices. Um, I think he should go into radio acting personally. Um, I definitely think he'd you know he'd he'd succeed as you can tell. He does a pretty solid Squidward or not Squidward, uh, Patrick. Excuse me. But yeah, but anyway, yeah. I remember, now I remember. Yeah, they're playing the board game and he beats him, and that's his way because he hates. Uh, losing but that's that's how that goes but now we just discussed my number three so now we're going to justin's number three sir what is your number three on your top five mr Krabs quotes it's a bit of a letdown it's been mentioned already but we'll just go there anyway because as a pessimist myself a little bit hmm. i feel this but what is today but yesterday's tomorrow or what is today but yesterday's tomorrow <laughs> yeah and that is that's an imitation crabs we've also talked about imitation crabs when we talked about uh spongebob taking a break and that yeah, that episode's yeah. full of good ones uh <laughs> uh the self-destruct coin slot that plankton has yeah uh, <laughs> in the thing self self-operated self-destruct or coin operated self-destruct not one of my better <laughs> ideas <laughs> that's a good one actually that is a good quote from plankton but but yeah and then just the like actually now i'm thinking of that episode like when spongebob's like interrogated them he's asking a question like what color is my underwear no that's not that oh yeah that's that's uh what are you doing here you're gonna lose your hosting ability imitation crabs no imitation different no that's the one where they poop on the robot yeah they get the poop you know straight backs that That's one is right. when right. he sends Mr. Krabs out with the thing of mayonnaise and the hands come down like, oh, yum, yum. Back, That's back right. you. Back you, hungry hand. That hungry hand. <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> That's so random now that I think about it. Like, why? <laughs> because they just uh, wanted to show off how many voices Tom How much does do. a Krabby Patty cost <laughs> on Wednesday? 99 cents. <laughs> Correct. That's two strikes for you, Mr. Fake. <laughs> that's two strikes for you mr fake i just one of my favorite spongebob quotes ever is what color is my underwear and before you can even answer he just slaps him <laughs> you know, squidward's like no spongebob yeah you have to ask him, you have to that ask him a question first oh right <laughs> what color is my underwear <laughs> it's great oh it's so great but we're already back to tyler look at this we're getting towards the end here Sir, what is your number two? Okay, this is actually from the one episode we were just talking about where <laughs> they were interviewing and they're breaking all of his stuff. He's like, that cost me sixty-two sixty-seven. <laughs> oh, 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 that one was actually a gift. Break well, actually, it. that was oh! a gift. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Actually, uh, that one was a gift. Yep. Yeah, he's like, he's about to say the price. Like, oh, wait, wait, that one was a gift breaks it no <laughs> so great uh justin how do you feel about this one 
I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of Alaskan bullworm. I also just gave another change myself, so we're we're just gonna keep it flying. Oh, I didn't mean my name, but yeah, I am the Alaskan bullworm now. But how do you feel uh, about this quote that Tyler pulled out here? I like that whole episode. That whole episode's got a bunch of good ones, not just from Mr. Krabs. Uh, but if we're talking about Mr. Krabs, I'd like you to play that song again. Hey, which one, man? Boo, boo, you the one that goes bee, boo, boo, bop, boo, boo, beep. <laughs> no, man, I think you're talking about bee, boo, boo, bop, boo, boo, bop. <laughs> and then SpongeBob just looks through the mirror and sees him doing the robot. <laughs> yeah, he's like, boo, boo, bop. <laughs> now tell me, does Mr. Krabs look anything like that? And he comes out oh, yeah. with a. Yeah, it's like, oh, me, hard boiled egg is ready. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Krabs! Now, I just wanted to tell you that Squidward loves you. Get, get back to work, work Mr. Squidward. Squidward. <laughs> Squidward's father never hugged never him. him. Well, I suppose that is pretty sad. <laughs> Squidward oh. can go hug himself on his break. Mr. Krabs. <laughs> Squidward has a really funny joke he'd like to tell you. Uh, Squidward, what, what was it? Is it true, Squidward? Is it really hilarious? <laughs> It is. <laughs> Why couldn't the teenager get into the pirate movie? Because it was rated oh. R. <laughs> R. And doesn't he just go, that was terrible? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but get back to work. <laughs> um, another quote that it's not really words that I that I want like that I definitely wanted to mention but did not want to put on my list is when he tries to ask Mrs. Puff out on a date. And he just can't speak because he's so enthralled by her. And like SpongeBob's doing all the ad lib, basically. Yep. He wants to hit you with a rake. <laughs> Try to get he you wants like, to. Well, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, is the part that I wanted to. Yeah. No, and then like as he gets to the, it's like I still got it. <laughs> and he's like, and like when she says yes, he's like, oh. <laughs> he wants Bob, to. Mrs. Puff needs a new fur coat. <laughs> Puffy, ruin me, boy. <laughs> We're not, We're talking, not talking about this or this. We're talking about this. <laughs> do you think Mrs. Puff needs a washing machine? <laughs> well, Mr. Krabs, do you want to know what I think? <laughs> oh, so great. <laughs> But I, but I do love that ad lib scene though. Going back to it with SpongeBob, it's like he wants to check your weight. What? Or what does she say? She goes like, "Well, yeah. well." He wants to hit you with a rake. No. <laughs> he wants to <laughs> take you on a date. <laughs> oh, it's so dumb. It's so great. I love that. Oh, what about the one part where? He, he, uh, Mrs. Puff's like, oh, you didn't need to buy me a hat. I already had one. You hear that, boy? Yeah. We didn't even need to buy a hat. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Sponge boy, me Bob. You're spending all me money. Yeah, that's another good one. Another good one. Um, but transitioning to one I have on my list, at my number two is also another longer one. Um, but I think one that people forget about when he goes, quote, oh, but I will. Even if I have to come back tomorrow and the next day 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 and the next day. <laughs> and I actually remember that title for some reason. Uh, I think it's called the algae 
it's always greener is the name of that episode. But I just, I don't know why there's not clearly many words to it other than, and the next day. But as it goes on, he does it in a different tone. He's like, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day. Just like the so. principle of that when Mr. Krabs goes into the Krusty Krab naked trying to steal the formula and they're shooting clothes at him and they stick him with a bra. Yeah, he's like, oh. He goes, oh, you got me. At least it's underwire. <laughs> <laughs> underwire. See, and that's such a, like, and you wouldn't get that as a kid. <laughs> I forgot about that, the, the clothes cannon. <laughs> yeah, that's right before. No shoes, no shirt, no service. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> oh, that's so great. All right. Well, does anyone else have anything to say about this one and the next day and the next day? If not, we'll just go to the next quote. All right, Justin, we're back to you, sir. What is your number two? What doesn't kill you usually succeeds in the second attempt. That's true. <laughs> You're such a pessimist. Out of life, like that's, that's another one. <laughs> it's so funny because he's trying to give SpongeBob like a little pep talk. It was from an episode in season five called Band yeah. Bikini Bottom where they, the Krabby Patty gets banned because uh, somebody didn't like it. Right. And they're running a secret Krusty Krab in SpongeBob's house and SpongeBob is sitting underneath at his table and he's like, Mr. Krabs, what if what we're doing is wrong? And he goes, boy, you know, what doesn't kill you usually succeeds in the second attempt. I just think that's, <laughs> that's wonderful advice, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I like, like, like I said, too, it just, it's so pessimistic and so like, like adult in a kid's show. So like the way he delivers a line, like you'll laugh as a kid, but then also as an adult, you'll be like, ha ha, great. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> it's just very, um, very real there for a second, for sure. It is. But, I'm, yeah. I'm always a fan of the pessimistic joke. So we're, I'm always here for it. Yeah, definitely, definitely some consistency I see in this list. And I like how we're all doing different ones. See, I knew this is how it would go. But I bet no, you did. I did, I did. So now Tyler... This is it, buddy. You get one more chance to make an impression on this episode. Let's do it. All right. Well, number one, this this one, it was where SpongeBob was betting uh, the Flying Dutchman hit. Like, like I bet he wouldn't sell me. I bet he wouldn't. And then, (laughs) was it? uh, Yeah, the Flying Dutchman just says, I'll give you 62 cents. For SpongeBob, he's like, "I'll take the money." <laughs> and then Squidward goes, "You sold your fry cook for sixty-two cents." And the you think I could have gotten more? Exactly, that's the quote. You think I could have gotten more? <laughs> going like down the to Davy Jones' cool. locker, and Davy Jones is like, "Oh, that's right. You're down here in my locker." <laughs> <laughs> I love that episode. You think I could have got more? <laughs> All right. Well, that's another classic. But now it's time to go to one. It might be slightly disappointing. The episode has been mentioned a couple times here, but I got the exact quote here, and it, it's worth saying it. Also between two characters, starts out with SpongeBob after Mr. Krabs, unfortunately, consumes his boots. <laughs> and SpongeBob says, Mr. Krabs, why'd you eat my boots? Which is something that me and Justin say to each other randomly all the time. Like just the way that SpongeBob says it's just like, why'd you eat my boots? And then Mr. Krabs, because, lad, you didn't need them. It's not about the boots. 
It's about the booty. Uh, I mean, the person in the boots. And that's my great fry cook. (laughs) Yes. And that is my number one Mr. Krabs quote. I just think it epitomizes everything about him is general frustration and admiration for SpongeBob, as well as the illogical things that he does to uh, keep himself at peace, like frying and eating a pair of boots. As you do. That were squeaking in his dreams. As you should. You're right, Justin, as you should. So that's my number one. And I think probably one of the best episodes of the show, to be honest. There's too many. We'll have to create a bracket. Again. Yes, again. <laughs> yes, I, I have like a bracket. That's how me and Tyler spent an entire year of college. That was college for us. We didn't learn anything. We learned about SpongeBob brackets. Well, hey, now that it's on Amazon Prime, I'd be totally down to binge and... Uh, and do that. I would love to do a bracket of SpongeBob episodes. My only thing is like I don't know how you'd seed it. Like you just have to randomly seed it. Unless oh, like each unless each corner is like a season. Like cuz obviously after what season 3 or 4 like the show kind of sucks anyway. Yeah, um, we did it by season. Yeah. And then what we would do at that point is after season 1's bracket, season 2 and season 3, then we can start go taking like the top 8 from each one or something. Fair enough. And then create a 32-team right. or 32-episode bracket. Well, look out for that. We might do that in the future. But anyway, me and Tyler have now unveiled our number one Mr. Krabs quotes. So, Justin, it's up to you. What do you got for number one? You know, I'm glad to be going last because my opinion here is the only one that matters. So You're right. <laughs> huh. All right. It, it's already been said once again, so kind of a letdown. But... Ah, mother of pearl, fire on the poop deck. <laughs> ah, mother of pearl, fire on the poop deck. Um, really, number one. Number one. What makes it number one? I'm curious. Um, we all know that my humor is it's, it's typically related to farts. That's fair. And poop. Fair. So we're definitely <laughs> going to... Uh, give a little higher seating to anything related to that but i just love the ridiculousness of it because he's in the middle of making them make a promise he the whole thing is because i could just recite it because that's what i do yo ho yo ho near the hooks i'll never go <laughs> then he's about to start again and the hook comes down and taps him in the ass and he goes ah Mother of Pearl, fire on the poop deck. And then SpongeBob and Patrick both do it. And since I can't do SpongeBob's voice, I'll just do it in Patrick's voice. Oh, Mother of Pearl, fire on the poop deck. Yeah, like just immediately after. It's so great. (laughs) That's my favorite part of the quote is that they just immediately repeat it right after. I mean, as a kid growing up, how could you not just die laughing from seeing that? As a 24-year-old, I agree. about to be 25, how can you not die laughing at that? Good point. Fair point. Yeah, right I still, yeah, I still laugh at it. I still laugh every single time, as I do with most episodes of the show, because I just love it so much. I just One really of my favorite purchases in this entire year was the first 100 episodes of SpongeBob. Yeah. One of my favorite purchases in this entire year. <laughs> yeah, they have it at Acme. I mean, now I don't really need it because of Amazon Prime, but like, I'm always tempted to do just grab one because you never know it's streaming when it'll go away. True. It could also change like with certain things. For instance, Scrubs always had a certain music that was selected for the episodes, right? But because of marketing rights or oh, rights in general, streaming rights, 
they yeah. couldn't keep all the songs. They had to replace them huh. with other ones. So that when you hear the show, it sound it doesn't give you the same feeling that you had. Well, that's like so, Disney Plus, like to an even larger extent, because Disney is so PG with everything. They had to change a lot of scenes and lines in movies that were put on to uh Disney Plus. They changed a lot of things. So they did some hard yeah. editing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, some hardcore editing. But anyway, guys, that is the end of our lists for today. That is our top five Mr. Krabs quotes. This is our first episode. We have some other characters slated to go that we're going to do some top fives for. We're really excited to do this. Like, once again, this is a show that I think bonds our friend group very much so, constantly quoting it. Mother of Pearl, fire on the poop deck is right. And I know for me, a five-letter word for happiness is absolutely money but before we bid you adieu today i just want to remind everybody that you can find our show you obviously listen to it listening to it to it somewhere but um you can listen to it basically anywhere whether that be spotify apple music stitcher google Podcasts, all the places uh, you can also follow us on instagram at bring out the list it's just at bring out the list no spaces also if you have list suggestion ideas for us or even hypothetical ideas for let's get hypothetical you can send those to bringoutthelist at gmail.com. That's bringoutthelist at gmail.com. You can send us an email there or a DM on Instagram uh, with list suggestions. Also, follow us on Instagram for other updates on the show. Um, our recent post for our Rocky episodes actually got almost 90 likes, which was totally insane. We'd love to keep that type of trend going. But that's it for today. Um, I'll bid you adieu from Mermaid Man, Alaskan Bullworm, and the Cuddly Crab, which in order are Justin, myself, I'm Ryan, and Tyler. And today we will bid you adieu and see you on Friday. Bye.